0: You want to transform yourself and improve your life. You long to help people. You wish to become healthier, happier, and more successful. This show is your opportunity to learn how to use hypnosis to make your life better. Each week, hypnotist Robbie Spear Miller interviews people who have already changed their lives in amazing ways with hypnosis. These models can help you discover your path to making the most of your life. If you want to learn how hypnosis can help you reach your goals, this show is for you. Hello, I'm your host, Robbie Spearmiller, and I'm really excited to launch the very first episode of the Hypnosis Show podcast. Hypnotist Marge Perry is joining us today, and together we will share with you how hypnosis has helped us and many others live happier, healthier, and more productive lives. And for those of you who are curious about what it takes to build a successful hypnosis career, we've got you covered. Both Marge and I have built thriving hypnosis clinics ourselves and we mentor other hypnotists
1: to do the same. Welcome Marge. Well, thank you, Robbie, nice introduction. I'm excited to uh, be here today and uh, excited to hear your stories. We're cross country in different countries, so it's been a while since we've talked.
0: I know, and and you and I go way back. I remember meeting you at, you know, just just at the cusp of when each of us was starting our businesses about 15 years ago, we met at that fateful training. Exactly.
1: I remember that. I met you on a break and you were carrying your little baby boy. You were just beginning a family and uh, I at the time was 53 and had just uh, finished a career in recreation and had started a business in coaching and needed to supplement my income more. And so I I got this flyer in the mail about this hypnosis training for Stop Smoking. And it was a weekend and I already lived in California. So I went to this training and there I saw you, someone who flew all the way from Canada. And, you know, you had a lot more experience than me already with hypnosis but uh, about a year later, another hypnotist told me about Scott McFall, who was giving a business training in Orlando, Florida. And I talked to him and told him I needed confidence and I wanted to learn more. And he encouraged me to come to that training. And lo and behold, there you were again at the same training. And it was a wonderful training. There was about 200 people. And he told me exactly what I needed to hear, that I could make this a full-time business. I could uh, help a lot of people, not just in smoking, but with weight loss and stress and pain management and all these different areas. And that was what I wanted to do because I went into coaching to help people be their best version of themselves and help them get where they wanted to go. And Scott had the tools to help me go that path at the time. So tell me Robbie you know when we first met you were starting something new too so tell me about that well you know for years before i met
0: you i really wanted to do something to help people and for me it goes way back to when i was on my this is my third career so my first career when I was in my early twenties and very idealistic, was that I was into helping things like the environment and social justice. And I worked for nonprofit organizations and some government organizations to help with that. And I I ended up really becoming disillusioned about that whole experience because what I observed was that a lot of the people doing this work felt very righteous about the work they were doing. And remember, this was before being an environmentalist was even sexy, but they felt very righteous about (laughs) their work. But yet you looked at how they were handling themselves in their own lives or dealing with their relationships or or just taking care of themselves. And I saw a lot of um, pain that was happening for themselves and that was happening with the, the people they were in relationships with. And what it really showed me is that we need to start with ourselves, that if we want to make the world a better place or heal things, that if we're not healing ourselves first, then we can do all kinds of other things to heal the world, but we're causing damage at the same time. And so I think the most powerful place to focus is on each person healing themselves up and building better relationships in their lives and learning how to take care of themselves And so um, what happened was that I left that career and went into computers. I was an IT consultant for seven years, and I just decided to be really practical about things because I figured, you know, I I lost my idealism and wanted to do something real. I learned a ton of business skills from it, but I I really didn't feel a sense of purpose or mission. Um, But the problem I had was I was wearing the golden handcuffs where I got paid well I had some status because I looked successful and yet I knew it wasn't really what I was. I wasn't on my mission. It wasn't satisfying for me. And so the reason that I came to that first training where I met you is that I was looking for a way to make um, coaching or hypnosis or NLP and these these skills of helping people thrive in their lives. I was looking for a way to make that work as a business because I needed to earn a living. I couldn't just like, you know, dabble. Um, I had to somehow earn a living. And so what really attracted me was that it ge- that gave the business model. Um, a lot of the courses I took in hypnosis and NLP and coaching before this would give you the skills, but some of them even explicitly said, we're not teaching you how to build your business. That's up to you. But then what do you do with that? If you haven't had that experience, how do you make that happen? So um I was very successful starting that first business to help people stop smoking and and I also felt at a loss for when people needed extra help with stopping smoking I beyond the basics they taught us even with my other hypnosis and NLP training I wasn't sure what to do with people next I didn't really have that confidence and and I also saw that it was a very limited business model because people need a lot of other kinds of help. And I was only catering to that one group of people. So like you, I was uh, introduced to Scott McFall and the Master Hypnotist Society. And that was really exciting for me because I saw that this was a much more um, comprehensive way to learn this art. Um, So, so that was really, you know, put me on this path and, and I've been on it ever since I've been part of, the Master Hypnotist Society and having Scott as my mentor for the past 15 years. And I've built a very successful clinic, which I've recently sold to one of my hypnosis students. Um, And and now I'm running the hypnosis training school,
1: as well as doing some corporate and small business coaching and training and mentoring. And now you have the school. You have so much... uh... Information. And, you know, when you come from a position where we did, like in 2006, where we both were enthusiastic changing careers, we were really looking for someone to show us the way. And a weekend course just can't really do that, no matter who's providing the service. So I think that uh, what we learned is that you need a program, you need someone who's already built a business. A business where the person who's the mentor already has a business model and has already made all sorts of success with their, their clients and also financially so that you can follow that, that model. And uh, so often, I think there's programs that are short and quick and very um, uh, just in one topic. So you need something more general, I think.
0: Yeah. And I love teaching students. I've been in the school that I have, I've been doing for about, I think it's about nine or 10 years since I started training students. And there are a number of them who have really successful clinics and other people are just starting to build their clinics. And I love seeing them go and and discover what they can do. I have students who um, were at jobs that they didn't like and dead end jobs. And they they're so Happy and excited to find that they can do this and make a, a really excellent income and truly help people. And so it—it it, it just it, for me, it's inspiring to see people grow themselves and discover what's possible for themselves. But they also see that they can make a good living doing this and and spread that help to other people. Because it, I know Marge, you and I, we do this because it's helped us so much. And so we want to inspire and help other people. We want to pass it along. And in my life, I know that the changes I've made are, you know, you can't put a, uh, you, you can't quantify them. There's no dollar value. There's no, there's no way to quantify the value of having a better life and being happier and healthier and, and discovering what's possible, what you can achieve.
1: Um, and so it's, it's really priceless. The thing that I love about what we've learned is that I went through 53 years and I made a pretty good uh, living. But once I started doing this, the hypnosis and NLP and and had a mentor, I doubled my income at 53. I thought I, you know, I just wanted to make about the same amount of money on my own. So uh, it was really tremendous that I was able to do that in this way and still love what I do more than I've ever loved any job or any position. In the 1990s, uh, my business partner and I decided to uh, start our own business, and we bought a license to a weight management clinic. And uh, we bought the license, we got uh, the system, but we didn't have any idea of how to run a business. We'd never really done it before. And we didn't uh, ever consider a consultant Uh, or a plan, which was really, it didn't work well at all. We spent seven years with that business and a majority of the time we were both working other jobs just to keep our business floating. And we even wrote a book because we thought, well, that'll be good. That'll get us more income to bring into the the clinic. And the whole thing is we didn't have a plan. You know, how how are we going to promote it after we got the uh, book published and how uh, and we just didn't have a plan for regular advertising, marketing, PR, and so that business we we finished that in like 2000, and uh, I went back full time to a recreation career. And so when I I actually decided I'm going to be, uh, retire from recreation, I started out uh, part time like you did with uh, coaching and. Then I added the hypnosis at aspect for um, another income stream. And it wasn't until I met Scott McFaul at that other training with you that I saw I had this, aha, oh, I have to have someone that's going to guide me, uh, some sort of uh, group or individual who already has done this and who has already had years of experiences of success with this particular system. and. That was the piece that was missing for me. So when I uh, started working under Scott McFall, being his student, one of his many students, um, I learned the business side of the of the biz, uh, of my career, and uh, that's when I started doubling my income uh, over a period of about five years. So I think you know it's so important to have someone guiding you towards in your career so that you can be a success. I mean, I know of a lot of people who are experts in their field who've opened businesses that failed, you know, after a couple of years and the, the missing piece is you have to, I think it's very important to have a business consultant who is in your field that knows how to succeed and has proved it over and over again. So yes, I was able to double my income and maintain that over another seven or eight years be t- before I pretty much retired.
0: So I'm curious, it sounds like you went from a place of being an employee or working for other people or maybe limping along as a business owner to learning how to truly be an entrepreneur and make things happen and see what's possible. Because as an employee, you get a regular paycheck. It's safe, right? You don't yes, have to pay for Exactly. exactly there are so many aspects to that that don't require certain kinds of maturity. It's very focused in one way. And so tell us a little bit about what you realized as you started to notice that you could make a lot more money and what was possible and that you were creating it yourself.
1: You know, it gave me a lot of confidence to, to run this business. The first ad I um, I put out that, that's got... Taught me the system or, or, or the way to do that was a half page ad for weight loss. And I got a tremendous response. And I think I, I made about a one uh, a ratio of one to. Six or something like that the first time, and that's when I really saw it was possible, and I realized that I'm not just going to use newspaper. There's all this media, all these different ways that I can uh, get out there and share my business, which is was totally out of my realm up to that point, and that made me excited. I love working for myself. I really, really do. It's a pleasure, and it's exciting, and it's always new. And there's no limits. That the the only limitations are myself, and that's what I like about it. Okay, Robbie. I was curious. Uh, you were juggling a lot of things when I first met you. You had to keep your new marriage fresh. You had a new baby, and then you were starting a new business. And I'm curious, how did you make it work? Did you start part time? Or uh,
0: that's a really good question. It's, I did start part time, but you know, when I saw you there at that first training, I dragged my husband and my little baby. He was about 15 months old. And we went all the way to California from Toronto. And uh, I was still breastfeeding. So at every break in the training, I had to go out. And my husband would be waiting for me with the baby. And right, it was <laughs> not an easy thing. But I, I really w- wanted to go because I actually needed to get out of the house. I My son, who's now almost 16 and is a great kid, was a really challenging baby and he <laughs> was my first child and I was not expecting that and so it was actually easier to be able to leave and do something else and I I really felt like I needed something for me like there were days where I found you know if I managed to repot some plants it was like a good day. And so (laughs) it's tough. It's really tough to be home with a baby, especially, you know, he was a, he, he didn't sleep for his first two years. So I was very sleep deprived. Um, He needed to be held all day. And so it was really intense. And so I, you know, and I always, you know, my mother worked, my mother's a medical doctor. She worked from when we were little, I kind of grew up with that expectation, but I also think I'm the kind of, Mom who needs to work to feel good and be happy and have that other part of my life. I have uh, people I know who are moms and they love, love, love being home full time with their kids and they're in their glory. And in, like, I'm just not that person. So I really knew I had to get out of the house and I either had to go back to my old career in computers, which I really didn't want to do. Or I had to really make my dream a reality, and and realize at this point I had been studying hypnosis and NLP for about five years, and I I was wanting to make it a career for maybe the the two years before I had a baby. Um, and there's something about having a baby that really helped me mature and gave me the courage to to take the risks and and get out of outside of my comfort zone and do the things I needed to do. So. I really think that that experience um, brought me to a place where I, I could do this work better. And I was also happier when I was at home. And you know the saying, if mama ain't happy, nobody happy. So, you know, so I, I really think that for me personally, the, the having this new challenge in my life was very important for me to function everywhere. Was it always easy? No, well, of course not. And, and it wasn't part-time at first. And, and originally when my husband and I talked about me doing this, we expected it always to be part-time. We thought it's great. I can have a baby and work part-time. And, <laughs> and the reason it didn't work out that way was because I wanted more, and and which my husband wasn't always happy about, but he had to adjust. But I, I could have continued to do a part-time. I mean, with this career, you really do have a choice. But I really was enjoying the challenge and very passionate about my work. And honestly, it was also a way to, to have a break from being at home. No matter how challenging your job is, being at home with a baby, a needy baby, is like the hardest thing you could do. So, so it really made everything else easier to, to look at things that way. So it's really, I think, really good for them to see a model of a family where uh, both parents work and everybody cooperates around the house and and that they see uh, role models in their mother and their father of achieving in the world. Um, I also strongly feel that this experience has helped me be a better mom. So the skills that you learn and the maturity you gain from being a hypnotist really prepares you to, to deal with the very real challenges that come with being a parent. It's probably one of the, the more challenging situations in life. And, and the, the reason I started to learn hypnosis and NLP in the first place, one of the reasons was that I find, found myself repeating the same patterns over and over in my life. And I didn't like it, and I didn't know how to change it. And I was so frustrated, And mad at myself, and I would, at the time, I would write in my journal and say, I should do this, and I should do that, and why can't I be like her? And I was so mad. When I look back on how stressed out I was before I started to learn hypnosis, and this was when my life was really pretty simple, I see how far I came because of these new skills. Hypnosis helped me stay calmer and and weather the storm of juggling young kids and my marriage and building a business all at the same time. I know that I also used to feel really resentful or like a victim and wasn't really sure how to get my needs met. And and the confidence and communication skills I got from learning hypnosis really helped me stay connected with
1: my husband and ask for what I needed through all of this. Absolutely. And it seems like you've had a great run. And it sounds like when you're having your family and you were making all those changes to bring all that together, it probably helped you to be really level to have those conversations with their husband that hey I want to work a little bit more and and leveling with your kids when they reflect back to you and I'm sure it was a a great uh, great learning for you you know through juggling all those those areas of your life all life changing situations so
0: Yeah. One of the things, one of the challenges I had earlier on was I, you know, I had the the typical guilt that moms or parents have when they're away at work a lot. And so I would make up for it when I was home. And so one of the ways I show my love to my kids is through giving them food. I'm a foodie (laughs) and I love food. And so like, you know, preparing food for them, even if it's getting them a glass of milk, I just like to do it. And as my older son got older, he might have been seven or eight years old, and I remember him saying, "Hey, mom, can you get me a glass of milk?" And I was doing my automatic response, right? I was in my "get the child food" hypnotic trance, and so I would go get it. And my husband said, "Are you kidding me? You're old enough to get your own milk," and he was right. right? But I couldn't see it because, to me, there were I was overcompensating in some ways because I. Wanted to be there, right? I wasn't there in a lot of ways, so I wanted to be there in that way. Um, so there was an adjustment in terms of age-appropriate giving back, uh, independence, and in my kids growing into that. And I would say that I, as I got used to that, they they adapted to that really well too, and they are really independent kids now, which is awesome. So you're not uh, getting your 16-year-old a glass of milk anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Only once in a while, because it's a nice favor to do,
1: (laughs) which I would do for anybody. (laughs) Very good. So, yeah, you're right. You know, the thing is, they don't teach this information in any school, you know, in the United States or probably Canada. You can't go to elementary, high school, even a college, and really get the information we teach. And to me, it's so important to get that information out there so that people can actually live their passion, live their mission, because otherwise they're stumbling and frustration and they really don't know how to do it. And that's what I think hypnosis and NLP does. That's what it did for you and I. That's what we see in our students and in our clients, that they finally feel like they have some sort of a freedom to, to get away from their old patterns, their old thought processes, and and focus on their future and the outcome they want. And they learn the tools to do that through hypnosis and NLP. And like I said, I don't know where you could learn that anywhere else. Yeah. And, and the way that we're teaching it is very hands-on.
0: We, we expect our students to engage with with learning and growing themselves and it gives them insight into how to help their clients as well and so it it goes on and on but it's quite opposite from my learning experience from the past because you know my parents they're medical doctors and to them Mm -hmm. success means you go to university and you study and you do well and in their situation, it actually worked because they, it gave them a career and they loved what they did. But the, the the idea of academic learning being where the value is or that way of thinking being the way to be is really quite opposite of what helps people hypnotically. So for me, it was a real stretch to learn this in the first place because the academic way of thinking is quite opposite. And, you know, I have a master's degree I grew up in a family and a culture and going to a school that very highly prized being academic or arguing about something like you're a lawyer. And the, the whole way of doing hypnosis is totally opposite of that. And so it was a real discovery from my personal growth to know what that means at the time, I when I started learning hypnosis and NLP, I, I was just doing it for myself. I wasn't learning it professionally. Mm-hmm. That was about probably 20 years ago, the first time I took a class. And it started to open my eyes to a different way of interacting with life and a different way of using my mind and body that started to open up possibilities. And so it helped me with things like confidence and managing stress and being nicer to myself things like that. Um, knowing that my model of the world wasn't the model of the world was another big learning, because right. in the way I grew up, it, it was like, this is the way it is instead of a way it is. Um, so there were so many light bulbs that went off and things that I learned and experiences I had that opened things up in a, in a new way. And that's really the the wish, the mission that I'm on for my students and clients is to do that. And when you make those changes, everything changes. Your whole
1: way of interacting with life changes. Yeah. You know, I think about uh, my path and uh, my upbringing. My parents were both college educated. My dad was an entrepreneur. He and his family owned a furniture business and my mother was a teacher but uh, my brothers and sisters were older than me, and they all were high achievers, and I was sort of C material. And you know, I I got to, when I first went to an NLP training, and that was before I met you, for coaching. They talked about the presuppositions, and the one that just hit me was failure is feedback. That's how we learn. And all of a sudden, I thought, yes, yeah, you know, this is. So right, this feels so. It's it's okay to make a mistake, and then another um, thing I learned was your best competition is you the day before. And again, I felt like I'm not competing with anyone but myself towards this you know goal I have, this outcome that I want to be a better person and help people in the ways I want to help them. So I felt like NLP really. Really, I, I could really understand it and and I wanted to share that information. And when I started working with the Master Hypnosis Society and Scott, the teaching is so different than how we learn in school. Instead of explaining things and then, you know, we rarely get to doing them, you know, with uh, the MHS, we first. Uh, if we're learning a new technique, we first watch someone demonstrate it, then we do it ourselves as best we can, and that, then it's explained. And that I think we learn so much better that way, at least in learning these processes, these techniques, this way of outcome-based learning. Yeah, and the other thing about this approach is that we're,
0: we're looking at starting with the mood or the state of mind, And so if we're calm and and relaxed about learning and we have a sense of humor about ourselves and we accept ourselves, it's a lot easier to learn what comes next and to learn it in a resourceful way where we can apply it faster. So one of the challenges I had when I first started learning is that I, I really felt this need to hold up appearances, like I had to appear smart or competent or that I was following whatever the rules were. And so um, it was really interesting for me to discover like, oh, I just made that up or it was what I was taught, but it doesn't have to be that way. And that there's a lot more flexibility in life than you realize. So being able to embrace um, learning this new way and, and I, I look at it really as a whole different learning frame than things being right or wrong or being judged for what happens. The frame is, you're already totally okay. And oh, isn't it cool to discover something new? And when you discover it, you can make some mistakes. It's like when you're learning how to ride a bike, usually people have a few falls or they're learning how to ice skate, um, that that's just part of the process instead of it needing to get it right um, or being judged for how good or bad it is. So um, that was, uh, I would say, hard for me at the beginning. But once I got the hang of it, it was a relief because I was freed up to experiment and have different experiences and learn it in, in a new way.
1: Yeah, I I felt the same way. I remember thinking uh, when I, I started understanding this, you know, as far as learning, you know, when we were little, we when we were learning how to walk, for instance, you know, we fell and got up, fell and got up. Same with the bike. And we didn't feel any less of ourselves then. And then all of a sudden, as adults, we expect ourselves to learn something in one try. Uh, It doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I think uh, what we learn through hypnosis and neurolinguistics is to change our perceptions and to see things as they are rather than how we used to see them or uh, how we wanted to see them in the past.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And, and isn't it amazing how even though we know all this, sometimes, I know I still sometimes get caught up in my old way of looking at things. And when we're in it, we don't realize, right? It's like when you're in the bottle, you can't yeah. read the label. Exactly. Right? It, and it feels so familiar because it was like that for so long. So having that, that outside feedback from somebody who knows what, what the, the game we're playing here, who knows the learning agenda and where things can get off is really helpful to help us correct as quickly as possible or learn what we need to learn. So
1: I really value that mentorship uh, relationship for that. I think it's really necessary to have uh, a good mentor to get you through the learning so that you build the confidence. That's what I needed, the confidence to actually learn and grow myself and then also help people reach their outcomes, their goals, their passion, their mission.
0: And when we look at confidence, that was one of the big reasons why I started learning this too. But I used to think that confidence comes from knowing how to do something well. And that definition is actually not useful because then we're making our confidence dependent on already knowing how to do something well. And so what if we don't know how to do something well? What does that mean about us? right? So this is why... I felt very shaky about that. And I and I think many people share that experience. And, sure. and so if we we really look at confidence as being you you grow your confidence by facing challenges and learning your way through them and discovering that you can be resilient and you can learn how to do it a new way. And and even if you have to, you know, if you're ice skating and you have to fall on your butt a few times, it's okay as long as there's there's forward movement and there's curiosity and discovery around
1: that. And, and so embracing that mood is really helpful. I had a woman, also a weight client, who, uh, she was in her 60s. She lost her husband to a heart attack and uh, she kind of pulled away. She quit her job. She was very close to her family, but her friends, she kind of cut off. And uh, she came to, to lose weight because she went and took her uh, granddaughter to Tennessee to do um, zip lining. And they got up there and the family was really excited and she was all excited to do the zip lining and they told her, I'm sorry, you can't go, you you weigh too much. And that was so embarrassing to her and it sort of hit her in the face and she realized what had happened over the last couple of years. She gained like 70 pounds. So uh, when she went back, she had a horse, and she thought she'd get back on the horse. She used to be great at horseback riding, and she broke her arm when she tried to get on the horse. So that was another you know, physical, painful situation. And she was at my door wanting to lose weight. And uh, she did wonderfully. In fact, I have uh, her testimonial here. And she says, I've been on many diet programs in the last 40 plus years, all worked for a short time. And then I went back to my old habits. Every time I felt deprived and depressed, Inspire has taught me how to change my thinking and my lifestyle. I can feel excited about my new life and never feel that I am missing anything. This is the only program that teaches you how to change your lifestyle instead of just telling you to do it. I've lost 22 pounds in two months, and I feel wonderful. I have more energy than I've had in years. She ended up losing 78 pounds. She went back and got a new job that she liked, got back into horseback riding, and then uh, she sent me a video when she did her zip lining about nine months later with her granddaughter. So she went from total pain to the pleasure of, dumping the weight and changing her life, knowing that she just couldn't uh, live in her living room and, you know, live in the past. So lots of times we have to go through the pain before we really do get what we want. And that's a motivator. It's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that if you want to be the best hypnotist or the best engineer or whatever, you have to find the best, uh, the person that already has done it. And I think that that's the key to hypnosis and starting a business. That's what helped me. If if I I could have struggled for years just trying to get little pieces of business going to this seminar or that seminar and tried to do it myself. But it's like reinventing the wheel. It's costly. And I think it's more valuable to find a school or find a person who can really teach you the information and let you do your mission the way you want let them help you go in the direction that you want. It's important to have the right direction, I think, the right people. For sure. And so one thing that's important for people
0: to know is that in this industry, we, we're we not regulated and there really are no standards for what we do. And there's so many great things about that. But the, the downside is that some people have a, a perception that they can learn this in a weekend course or by taking something very short, or when they get their, their certification, they're done with learning, um, or they just need to learn more content or more scripts. And the real richness of this, the art of it is built over time and getting feedback and, and real hands-on training, for real, not just scripts, but real training with real people and feedback over a period of time. And at the Master Hypnotist Society, we're really um, promoting this mission. We, we're passionate about it because we see what's possible. We've done it. We've seen tons of other people change because of it. And if you're willing to stay focused and to engage with this learning and discover that it just keeps expanding out more and more, and it's an art, and it's a beautiful thing because it never gets boring.
1: You're already always learning something new. Exactly. And what we learn that's, I think, unique in hypnosis is not only do you learn the skills of being a hypnotist and helping people, but you have to be able to make an income, too. And uh, with uh, Master Hypnotist Society, you learn how to build your business. You learn, for instance, you learn the regulations so that you know in your state what you can and can't do. So when you advertise, if you fail to say that not everyone... Gets the same results, then you're going to get in trouble. So it it helped, you know, you get guided as to what you can do and what you can't do, as far as the law, as far as how to write a good advertisement, and how to screen your people so that you get people that are going to be good clients rather than someone that you need to refer out. So, and you do refer out quite a bit.
0: And Marge, I'm going to add to that, that we do get a number of students who, when they first start training with us, they think that charging for their services is a sin. They yeah. think that the work they're doing is spiritual work and they should just give it away and they feel very uncomfortable asking people for money. But the truth is that the more people you help get results, the, more you, the better you are at what you do and the more people you can help in the future – and people pay for value. And so if they come and they do, they follow through with their program, often the results they get are with many times whatever they've paid. I know I've, I've already mentioned that the benefits I've gotten, you can't you can't put a money value on at all, right? It's like a whole different way of living. Right. And so we we really, as hypnotists, need to learn how to be really confident and secure about that. And know that having a busy clinic where where people have skin in the game because they're paying for their results, how people spend money is a reflection of what they value. And it's so important that they value their success with the program they do with you. And as a result, you're going to see lots of clients. Those clients' experiences will inspire other clients to have success. So when people come to our clinics and they, they see these big thick binders full of testimonials,
1: That's so true. When I first uh, got into this business, I was very shy. I didn't want to ask for the money at all. And now I'm so surprised people are just sometimes before I finish the screening, they say, "Uh, I want to I want to do this. Can I pay? And I said, wait a minute, we have to get, you know, I need some more answers here or whatever. But um, people see the value in this and they want the change this is such a great career. I wish I would have found it earlier, but uh, I'm still doing it, even though I'm mostly retired. I just don't want to leave it. It's just too valuable. And and the people I meet are just wonderful. I know you have the same experience. They're just wonderful people who just want to learn and grow and and oftentimes help other people do the same thing. For sure. And,
0: and you know, I think this is a great example for people because you see how some people really come for hypnosis training and they do it really to grow themselves, which was originally why I took it. The first five years that I was studying hypnosis and NLP was purely to grow myself. And then other people want to do it professionally and, and you can make it as big or as small as you want. Because I know Marge, in the past, you've had like a six-figure business running. Right. And and it, it helped to fund your semi-retirement. And now you have the yeah. freedom to do it just as much as you actually want to. And, uh, you know, and I, I actually, um, well, I, I'm earlier on in my career. And so I'm making some different choices about that. But the, the wonderful thing about this is that you can decide some people make, you know, six, sometimes even seven figures in this business. And other people are doing it more part time because they're retired or semi-retired, or maybe they have young children at home. Um, we get a lot of uh, moms with kids, and sometimes their kids are little, and sometimes their kids are just on the cusp of growing up, and they're ready for something new. Um, we have a lot of people who are changing careers and looking for something more satisfying in their lives as well. And so this is wonderful because you you can choose how how far you want to go with it. You can choose the direction you want to go. It's very flexible. Um, and yet you, you do have that ability to be on your mission and, and really be contributing in life. I think this has been awesome. So thank you, Marge. It's been so great to have you on the show. If people want to get in touch with Marge, her website is inspirehypnosis.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, again, my name is Robbie Miller, and you can reach me at hypnosistrainingcanada.com. The information is also on the web page for this podcast. And remember to subscribe so that you can get future episodes. Be sure to listen to next week's podcast, where we will be answering many of your questions, such as, what is hypnosis really? Can I be hypnotized? Is hypnosis safe? Will I expose my secrets? Can I be made to do something that goes against my moral beliefs? You will have the amazing opportunity to learn about all of this and more from one of the best hypnotists of all time, Scott McFall. You've been listening to The Hypnosis Show with Robbie Spear-Miller. Tune in next time to learn more about how you can change your life with hypnosis. And if you are interested in learning more about training opportunities, go to hypnosistrainingcanada.com and schedule a free
1: consultation.